This week's Parsha is Parsha's Acharimais, which deals with, at least the first uh, half of the Parsha, deals with the Avoda, the service that happened in the Beis Mikdosh in the Holy Temple, on Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the year, and it talks about the whole service that primarily the Kohen Gadol was involved in doing on Yom Kippur. And Yom Kippur remains for all time the holiest day of the entire year. And it's also the day that's most associated with tshuva, with repentance and atonement. As we daven on Yom Kippur and we repent and ask for forgiveness and atonement for anything that you know, we, may have, um, uh, we may have transgressed throughout the year. Now obviously this mitzvah of tshuva, of repentance, is not limited only to Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is like the ultimate, the high day for it. And yet, it's a mitzvah that applies to us every single day of the year, and in fact, is one of the great kindnesses that Hashem showed us by giving us this amazing mitzvah opportunity, the opportunity that even after we may have fallen or failed, to be able to pull ourselves back up and to do tshuva, which means to return, to return and come close to Hashem once again. In fact, we know that some of the most uh, key times in history, the, the day of creation, you have the story of Adam and Chava, who sin on that very first day of creation, the famous sin, by eating from the tree that was forbidden to them. Um, and then we have right after the giving of Torah by Har Sinai, 40 days later, the Jewish people as a nation sin with the Egel Hazov, with the golden calf. And in both of these instances, these primary sins of history, tshuva was done, repentance was done. And in fact, the Gemara tells us that both of these great sins really don't really make sense that they happened. And yet Hashem sort of set it up to happen in order to give us and to teach us the power of tshuva. That even if on the first day of creation um, Adam and Chava sinned, they could do tshuva. Even if right after the giving of Torah at Sinai, at Har Sinai, um, the Jewish people sinned with this terrible sin of idolatry, they could still do tshuva. In other words, it was all about giving us and showing us the tremendous gift and kindness of Hashem to each and every one of us. And Hashem, of course, knows that we're weak many times and our failings, and therefore gives us this tremendous ability to always be able to repent, return, and, and uh, come back from any type of falling that we may have had. So let's talk about one tshuva lesson and one very beautiful idea about how tshuva works. When it comes to tshuva, it's primarily in the heart. One repents in their heart, they resolve. Uh, it's a resolve of the heart. And yet, it's something that is also meant to be expressed verbally. Um, halachically, tshuva should be something expressed verbally, and that is what's called vidui, which is the confession that comes along with doing tshuva, when we confess to our, the sins that we've done. Um, we say in the davening, ashamnu, bagadnu, we confess our sins. Or on Yom Kippur, we'll say the alchet, again, confessing our sins, because they go hand in hand. There's the feeling of the heart, of repentance, and that feeling of the heart must express itself verbally, and that's the idea of the verbal confession, the vidui that accompanies the tshuva. So in this week's parsha, when it talks about the Kohen Gadol, you know, doing the tshuva for, for the entire nation, so the Pasuk says, it's talked about in the verse where it says, V'hisvada Allah v'skalavoynois b'nei Yisrael, the Kohen Gadol um, confesses when he brings the carbon, the sacrifice, all the sins of the Jewish people, v'skal pish'ehem l'chol chatosam, he confesses for all of their sins, and the Torah uses three different expressions for sins. Avonos, pish'ehem, and chatoos, which reflect and represent three different levels of sin. There is um, a chet, which is an accidental sin, when a person sins accidentally. 
And then there's when a person sins, not accidentally, but on purpose. And then even worse, when a person sins with a rebelliousness, you know, just to go against, just to spite Hashem, so to speak. Three levels of sin, accidental, on purpose, and in a rebellious way. And all of them the Kohen Gadol mentions when he does his video and he does his confession. And the same as in our davening, especially in Yom Kippur, when we go through the steps of confession, we mention all of these different types of sins that we may have done. And Rambam rules that, and it's in our Siddur. He says, we say, Ona Hashem chatasi avisi pashati. Again, we enumerate, Hashem, I have sinned accidentally. Hashem, I may have sinned on purpose. Hashem, I may even have sinned rebelliously sometimes. And yet we're asking forgiveness for that. So that's the halacha. We mention all the types, all the types of sins. On the other hand, what if someone just said chatasi, I have sinned, didn't enumerate the different types of sins, the halacha is very clear that that tshuva is adequate. It works as well. The, the tshuva, the repentance has been done, even if one mentioned only the word chatasi. Chatasi being the lowest form of sin, the accidental sin. And this begs the obvious question. If a person is really repenting for all types of sins, including ones that are more significant or more severe, they were done on purpose, they were done rebelliously, why then is it enough if the person just talks about the accidental sin? In other words, what we see here, it seems, is that there's sort of two levels. There's doing it in the complete way is mentioning all of the steps of sin. And yet, if one didn't mention all the, st uh, all the steps of sin and just mentioned accidental sin, that's adequate as well. And the question is, why would it be? Again, if one sinned more egregiously, if one sinned worse, so to speak, why then is it adequate to express the tshuva, the repentance, only and only mention the basic concept of sin, the accidental sin? And the Rebbe gives a very beautiful explanation that I feel is a very powerful explanation in understanding how tshuva works. And it's based on the words of the Alter Rebbe in Tanya, the third section of Tanya is called the Igeris at Shuvah, the letter about Shuvah, where the Alter Rebbe talks about Shuvah both on a halachic level as well as on a Kabbalistic level. And there towards the beginning, he makes a very, very important and bold statement. But in order to understand that statement, one more, one more point is necessary. When we talk about repentance, there's really two parts to it. One part is the acceptance, the resolve for the future. When a person accepts and resolves, I'm not going to do this anymore. So a person recognizes that a certain behavior was wrong, was negative, and a person makes that resolve, I, we, I'm going to change my behavior. I'm not going to do that anymore. That's called in Hebrew, Kabbalah al-Lehabah, an acceptance on the future. I accept upon myself to change. That's one aspect. The other aspect is remorse and regret for what was done. And that's called in Hebrew, Charata. The word charata means to regret, a feeling of regret, a feeling of remorse, begging forgiveness for what one has done. And these are two parts. One deals with the future. Kabbalah Allah Haba, I accept that I'm going to change. I resolve that I'm going to change. And one is the remorse and the regret for what was done in the past. Um, really, we can use as an example any two people who get into any type of a fight or an altercation. There is the resolve that we're going to change. We're not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to speak that way anymore. And then there's begging forgiveness for what was done in the past. Both of these are part of tshuva. The, the, the resolve and the regret. Yet, says the Alter Rebbe in Tanya, and I'll quote, he says, Mitzvah satshuva min ha The essence of the mitzvah of tshuva from the Torah is azivas hachet bilvad is leaving go of sin. 
That's the essence of tshuva. In other words, though there are two parts, there is the resolve for the future and there is the regret and remorse for what was, the essence of tshuva is only part one, the resolve for the future. The other part, the, the uh, regret and remorse is also important, but that's not the essence of tshuva, that's like secondary to tshuva. Why is that? And the explanation that the Rebbe gives is, what's the essence of tshuva? The essence is to return to Hashem. I sinned, I was sort of out of, you know, I, I've disconnected myself through sin, and I want to return. Return means I'm changing my way, and from now on, I'm going to do what Hashem wants. That's the essence. The essence is a resolve for the future. Now, part two of tshuva is, but I want to clean up the mess that I made. I want to fix the bad things that happened. For that, we have to regret, we have to have remorse for what we've done. But that's sort of a cleanup job. Again, there is the basic fact that I'm returning. Returning is not fixing, is not fixing the things that I did. It's just that I, who am distant, am returning. That is the resolve for the future. And that's the essence of Shuva, says the Alter Rebbe. Part two is, yeah, I know, but I want to have a clean slate. I want that the things that I did should be rectified. Okay, for that, we have to think about the things that I've done. And for that, I have to have regret. And for that, I have to have remorse. And that's the charata part. That's the part two. And sometimes part one happens, even though part two is yet incomplete. I'll give an example. Someone steals from someone else. That's a sin. Now, in order to fully rectify that, one has to return the lost art article. That might take time. I might have to find the person who I stole from or whatever, and that's important. That's to correct what happened. But for me to change as a person, I have to resolve. I'm never going to steal again. So the, res the essence of tshuva is that resolve and that change. I'm not a thief anymore. And then I still have to work on correcting what happened. Anyhow, so here we have the two parts of tshuva. The essence of it is it's a sin and I'm leaving go of it. And the part two is to work on fixing what happened, and for that we have the regret and the remorse. If so, we can come back to our initial question and answer it. That the, the real way to do it is to mention all different types of sins which represent all different types of um, regretting, the regret and the remorse of whether I did the sin in this way or I did the sin in that way. Was it meaningful? Was it, was it on purpose? Was it by accident? Was it rebellious? All of that is important for part two. In order to do what's called the complete shuva, which takes care of both parts, both for the future and for the past, so then we have to mention the different types of sins and different types of feelings that accompany them in order that the regret be complete. But on the other hand, the essence of shuva is just to say, you know what, that was a sin and I'm not doing it anymore. For that, it's not important of how much feeling or intention or purpose went into the sin that I've done. And that becomes the explanation of that initial halacha that we learned. That for, to do it properly, we mentioned the different types of sins in order to have the proper level of remorse, remorse that is and regret, which will atone for them. But yet, if I, one didn't do that, one just said, you know what, I had sinful behavior that I'm changing from. That's the resolve for the future. That is adequate because that is the essence of tshuva as explained. And this, to, 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 uh, to uh, conclude, this teaches us how, how, in a sense, how the concept of tshuva could be momentarily. Because once we understand the essence is a resolve to change, a decision that I don't want to be this way, I want to change this behavior, that is a resolve. That's a momentary resolve. Of course, we have to work on it later. But the essence of tshuva is a resolve. 
And as the Rebbe would quote so many times the Zayar that says that Shuva is Bishaita Chada or Bariga Chada. It just takes a moment. It's just a decision. It's just a resolve. That what happened till now was not good. I'm going to change. Again, part two, the atonement part, to fix all the messes, that might take more time. The essence, though, is that ability that Hashem gave us at any moment of our life to make that decision, to take control, and decide to change the behavior, and in that way, return and become connected to Hashem, and the tshuva be a very complete one. Have a wonderful Shabbos.